Hello, race fans, and welcome once again to another high-octane episode of Trackside, proudly presented by Document Technologies. Document Technologies provides a comprehensive range of managed solutions, including multifunction devices, managed print services, and document management software. They're also known for their fast service, boasting an average response time of two hours or less, and offer high-quality product multifunction devices alongside document management and cloud hosting software. Stay tuned, racing enthusiasts, because the action starts right now, right here on Trackside. All right, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Terry Turner alongside Randy Dye. Randy, how are you doing this evening? Good to be with you for sure, and that was Jeff Striegel. That was Jeff Striegel. And matter of fact, we've we got an interview coming up next week with Jeff Striegel, and we're very proud to have him as part of this program and, and doing some good stuff. That makes us feel very professional, Randy. <laughs> well, you know, I, I'm not sure we're in his league, but it's good to be, uh, it's good to share the same time and the same show uh, for a little bit. Absolutely. Absolutely. Randy, before we get into the program, because we have a lot to cover, um, when NASCAR sends me, um, I wouldn't say scolding, but they send me, some, you know, information every once in a while, and the, they're, it's a red letter program. All of the, all the type is in red. And so we know, and we're going to talk about this when we talk about trucks, we've got uh, Tony Breininger uh, back in the truck series, and uh, that's a female driver, and we're so proud of her. She's doing really good things. She's also a model for Victoria's Secret. And so what NASCAR has said, that Trackside with Randy Dye and Terry Turner are here, therefore, banned from doing any interviews with Tony Breidinger based on information and complaints received in the past from Danica Patrick, period. <laughs> you, you just keep, keep poking the bear there, buddy. Keep poking <laughs> that bear. That a boy. <laughs> I just, you know, I'm just trying to keep us in the loop. I just was kind of shocked yeah, and disappointed because I was looking forward to doing an interview. So anyway, that's all I'm going to say right that about that. So, ladies and gentlemen, right now we head into our local segment. One Daytona, located across from the world's center of racing, is proud to present our local segment where we talk with a local star in your part of the country following a big win, event preview, and much more. One Daytona in Daytona Beach is a vibrant destination offering an array of shopping, dining, and entertainment options, including unique events and live music suitable for families and individuals alike. So, Randy, lots of stuff going on. Racing is underway. We kept the race fans busy last week, and I was hoping to get an interview with this young man, but at Volusia Speedway Park, uh, Ryan Thames, uh, amazing driving, uh, wins the Southern Sprint Car Shootout crown at Volusia Speedway Park. So that's a big one, big crowd out there, and uh, congratulations to Ryan Thames. Definitely we're going to try to catch some of these drivers, and we're going to have an in-the-field reporter out there at Volusia Speedway Park from some time. But uh, that's big time out there for the sprint car shootout, Randy. Oh, it is. I mean, it's. Uh, uh, you know, I I love that kind of racing. I've loved it my whole life. Like that was some of the first, uh, the first racing I ever saw in my life was on dirt. And uh, I remember I was kidding around yesterday with uh, uh, a member of the uh, uh, dirt racing group, and uh, and uh, just talking about. I'm not even sure he's old enough to remember what, who we consider the original outlaw um, sprint car driver, and that was Dan Opperman. And uh, uh, but uh, but the out, whether it's the All Stars or the Outlaws or who it is, they're they're all just really really cool racers. The sprint cars are phenomenal, you know. So are the the big big block modifieds and and uh, and and the super late models. I mean, it's just. And Volusia Speedway Park, when it comes to dirt tracks, I mean, you know, there's lots of people will fight you to the down to the last last punch, uh, talking about dirt versus asphalt. But but it not every dirt track is a great dirt track, but Volusia Speedway Park is a great dirt track. 
another great dirt track is uh, Lernerville Speedway in Sarver, Pennsylvania. It's a great dirt track. Big, wide turns, um, which really uh, in, uh, avail itself to very, very, very competitive racing. Lots of different ways to get through the corner, whether it's the high line right up against the cushion um, or right down along the bottom around the inside retaining wall and everywhere in between. I mean, I've seen them go five wide at, at Volusia Speedway Park, uh, you know, into the turn. You're not going to come down the straightaway five wide. There's not enough room. But, but going in and trying to figure it out and who comes out, it's a, it's a, it's a phenomenal facility to watch really competitive uh, dirt racing. And, and it's, it's not just the weather that brings these guys to Florida in the wintertime to race there. It's the, it's the racetrack. I mean, that racetrack has always drawn a crowd, and it's because it's competitive for the competitors, and it's an absolute blast to watch if you're a fan. Well, and speaking of fans, uh, there was a lot of them, and most of them were on their feet <laughs> most of the time, no doubt about that. And while we're on the Volusia Speedway Park starting Monday out there, got time to take a breath, and then Monday – uh, the Federated Auto Parts Dirt Car Nationals begin at Volusia Speedway Park. So like, like Randy has just described, get out there and check it out. Uh, matter of fact, we're going to be out there live with Kevin Kane uh, on the 15th of February. Uh, so make sure you get out and see us and say hi and so on and so forth. Meanwhile, Randy, you know, one of the things I love about this program and based on typical news that you hear every day, on the news, most of our news is good news. Every once in a while, we have some sadness, but some more good news. Rolex 24 took place this past weekend at the Daytona International Speedway. And the good news is Porsche Penske Motorsports won a second overall victory uh, at Daytona over the well and engineering Cadillac. And amazingly, you know, after all that time, almost 24 hours, uh, the Cadillac was leading until about 45 minutes from the end of that race. A, ca- a caution flag flew. Uh, the GTP cars peeled off to get enough fuel to finish the race. The number seven Penske Porsche 963 beat the 31 Action Express Cadillac V-Series R back to the track. And Felipe Nassar uh, driving the final stint in the Porsche never looked back, Randy, and won the race out there at the Rolex 24. So, you know, another one for the uh, for the trophy case of roger penske and uh pretty cool to see the porsche do what it did in the end of that race exciting stuff it it blows my mind honestly to watch that race i'm so i i describe the, the rolex this way the start of the race is it's like a lot of other races the start is just it's so cool um, there's so many cars four different classes and and you just wow there's a lot of cars on the racetrack and it's very exciting and then you kind of settle in and you realize that, okay, for the next several hours, this is going to be a social event. You know, there's, there's, uh, you can watch the race, but, you, but you're really probably not watching the race as much as you're maybe watching the live timing and scoring and how you're talking to your friends and you're looking at all the other distractions that, uh, that they put together for, uh, for the Rolex and, you know, all the, avail yourself of all these different experiences. The taste of 24 is going on. I mean, it's just, you know, on and on and on and on. Fantastic music, uh, you know, in some of the suites. And, wow, uh, artwork being created. I mean, there's so much activity. And and then you, um, then it comes to, you know, I go to bed. I don't stay up all night. I go to bed, but I get up, and it's time to start figuring out, okay, you know, four hours, five hours, six hours to go to the end of the race. And um, and now it becomes a real race. And yes, a real you know, race. Well, as I said, forty-five minutes from the end, it looked like yeah, well, the Cadillac's got it done. And then, as we've said so many times on this program, you just never know how they're going to come out until the checkered flag flies. And you you mentioned social event, the taste of the twenty-four. If you if you had a chance to on Saturday night, you know, watch everyone going in, and that was a sold-out event at the Taste of the, uh, the Taste of the 24. Uh, lots of skinny people go in, and then at the end, <laughs> in the evening, lots of fat people come out, Randy. Did you ever notice that? Lots of food, lots lots to eat, lots to drink, lots, lots of entertainment. 
just just a real almost a festival you know uh that's kind of the way i i feel like it goes and um uh, certainly enjoyed myself and i don't mind telling you hey it's never bad to see roger penske's organization win a race but i was pulling for the 31 team the wheeling team um and but they just i watched it uh, you know as i said that last few hours is a it's a race and they never really could get they they lost the race um, in the NASCAR on the NASCAR side of the racetrack, uh, in in the road course itself and braking and cornering and all that they were doing, I feel like they had the better race car. But when they would get up on the high banks, um, they would lose ground. All that they would gain in the road course, they would lose uh, up on the high banks, up up on the NASCAR part of the racetrack, and and. For a little while, I thought that maybe that was just a little bit of a save your tire, a little bit of gamesmanship, and uh, and and you know they they come around, but nah, they just didn't have it. That that was where they got got beat, and they got beat soundly on the NASCAR part of the racetrack. Well, a great observation, and as you said, uh, pulling for Willen, but really really good to see again. Roger Penske add another trophy to the trophy case. He just. Uh, he puts it together. Randy, you said social event, fun. We have many more days of great entertainment coming as we head into Speed Week. And uh, this Saturday night at New Smyrna Speedway, they've got the season opener going on uh, with the Red Eye 50-50 and just followed right up by the World Series of Asphalt starting next Saturday and running through the 17th. So kicking into gear at New Smyrna Speedway Saturday night with the Red Eye 50-50. Yeah, they've got a they've got a great um, once once speed week start. They've got their um, ASA race there. I think it's Tuesday night, and I think it's on the on the evening of the tenth. I believe they have the uh, the uh, Northern Modified Tour. Uh, it's also, also I believe it's the Wheeland Modified Tour. Yeah, man, some some stuff you just don't get to see every week uh, living here, and um, it's wonderful that everybody comes here to do it. And this is a yeah, I know this is an extended version of our local segment, but there's a lot going on locally right now. So there you go. Well, and then a lot going on before we move on to the trucks. Uh, the Daytona, Daytona International Speedway comes alive again uh, starting Friday, February 16th with the Craftsman Truck Series, uh, followed up by the Xfinity uh, race on Saturday, February 17th, and then, of course, the Daytona 500 on February, February 18th. And, uh, you know... Big news for us uh, here at Kicks Country and Flagger Broadcasting and, and news for everybody who loves local racing in Daytona, as we continue to mention, but will continue to mention, Daniel Dye will be driving in the Truck Series and the Xfinity Series at Daytona uh, during Speed Week. So, hey, lots of cool stuff going on and a local guy that you know pretty well driving in the Trucks and the Xfinity Series. Yeah, I think he's very excited. Um, you know, last year was his his sophomore or his freshman year. I'm sorry in the uh, in the uh, in the Craftsman Truck Series, a rookie year. Um, certainly, we don't we we're I mean we're not real happy with the way it turned out. Um, uh, but that being said, there was an awful lot of experience gained um, throughout the season, um, and uh, we are really happy with. Uh, the couple Xfinity races that we ran and how how that turned out, um, and very excited to have uh, taken that to colleague uh, to be able to run uh, ten races in the in the Xfinity series with them and uh, that 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 relationship. Daniel's been working uh, extraordinarily hard. I'm proud of how hard he's been working in the off season, um, but uh, the uh, uh, you know they were working on pit practice earlier this week and just just as an example um we had a we struggled really a lot last year um with uh pit stops and uh the time i mean it was we would go in in a in a pretty good position and come out near the back of the pack on the lead lap if we were on the lead lap and it was brutal it was just so hard Uh, our, our our spotter got very frustrated you know talking about we've never seen anything go like that and it was tough on everybody, uh, but the pit practice so far this year is um, uh, it's down in the 
12 second range. So wow, that's new, great. New, yeah, new, new pit team, uh, new pit crew, uh, practicing. You know, I, I asked him about. It, so, how's that feel? He says, "Weird." <laughs> <laughs> he says, Sounds like he says, I'm going. I'm going out before I hardly knew I was there. <laughs> well, and you know, Randy. That being said, uh, Daniel's got a lot of experience under his belt coming into this season, a brand new season. Uh, so, hey, good things are going to happen, no doubt about that. And speaking of trucks, ladies and gentlemen, let's roll right into our truck segment here on Trackside. The Tough Trucks of NASCAR are next up on the agenda, presented by Aaron Delgado and Associates. With over 110 combined years of experience in criminal defense and personal injury, Aaron Delgado and Associates takes pride in vigorously representing clients in various challenging legal situations within the community. Now, let's go trucking. All right. Well, you know what, Randy? We, we talk a lot about our very first uh, program we ever did out at Daytona International Speedway when it was like 30 below zero, but one of our first <laughs> guests uh, was Front Row Motorsports. I've just remained a fan of Front Row Motorsports since that time. And, uh, you know, again, talking good news, Infinity Communications will back Lynn Riggs uh, in his rookie season uh, in the truck series. Uh, he'll be driving the number 38 and be uh, in competition for Rookie of the Year. And and just uh, just expanding on that, uh, Love's RV Stops, uh, which is you know, me being an RVer in the past with the bus, a uh, great place to pull in there and, and clean and beautiful, sponsored by Love's. Uh, so Love's is on, on uh, his truck along with Mike McDowell as well. So Lane Riggs got two great sponsors out of the box. And, uh, again, good news for Front Row Motorsports. Yeah, for sure. You know, I, I really appreciate um, uh, that Jerry Freeze is the general manager, and I've known him for a long time. I mean, a really long time, way back to the Petty days. And um, uh, you know, they've always been very uh, businesslike about the way they've gone gone racing. Um, they've built their program, um, you know, really one step at a time, um, and they've not gotten outside their 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 lane. Um, and uh, I think that's why they've lasted as long as they have. And, and oh, by the way, um, really in most places anymore are forced to be reckoned with. Um, certainly have had good success in the truck series. They've won races in the cup series, uh, been in the playoffs. I mean, they're, they're um, you know, that's a, that's a full-fledged, honest-to-goodness racing organization. Um, changed uh Changed alliances this year uh, from, um, uh, I think, from Roush to Penske. And um, that one surprises me a little still. Um, But, um, uh, you know, they know what they're doing and they know why they did it. And I don't. So um, uh, nothing against uh, Penske for sure, but I just thought they were having some pretty good success where they were. So, um, uh, you know, I I look forward to... Lane Riggs, uh, his dad Scott Riggs was one of the early Dodge racers when uh, when the Ram came came back into the sport in the truck series. Scott was a, was one of the racers, um, and uh, Lane's a real uh, he's a very 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 aggressive racer. Uh, he gets all there is to get out of uh, just about every lap. And whatever he's driving, whether it's a late model or, or a truck or, or an Xfinity car, he did some of that last year. So um, won't be surprised to see how successful they'll be this year. I, I'm sure it'll be very they'll be very successful. Well, Randy, it's got to be a great pleasure for you too. Speaking of uh, uh, Lane Riggs and all these young warriors coming up in the in the series in the truck series, you being there every week, it's neat that you get to know. Uh, most of these young drivers well, and there's some some great young people coming up in our uh, in our sport. Yeah, that's, that, that's sort of what the, the truck series evolved into. I'm not sure that's what it was intended to be when it started. I think it was more of a. I think we all thought it would be uh, maybe a little bit more of a maybe like a senior uh, racers uh, division. Um, where guys maybe extended their career a little bit longer. Moved moved out of the the, the the cup seat and into a truck, 
it's not worked out that way. It's it's been the opposite. It's newer, younger drivers, uh, you know, like like Lane Riggs and Daniel Dye and others that uh, you know, Rajah Karuth. Uh, a lot of guys have have kind of gravitated uh, through that, and uh, and so. But I think it's very successful. Uh, you know, the the TV audiences are large, and uh, the fans love the races. They're pretty nice length as far as the races go. To you know, it doesn't take a whole day, um, and as a result, the action is pretty <laughs> intense. Yeah. Well, and speaking of great folks too, and and it's we're, we've talked a little bit about this earlier, but it's great to see another female in our sport um, move right up. Uh, Tony Brink, uh, Bredinger, what we mentioned earlier, is going to be driving in the series opener at Daytona for Tricon. Uh, she's got a, a strong sponsorship from Celsius, and uh, which is an energy drink. Uh, so good to see her. She's also going to be competing in the Arkham Menard Series uh, AMS for the championship in 2024. So this is a 24-year-old female that uh, has got some experience, did well last year, and we're going to see her at Daytona again this year. So, again, great to see an aggressive uh, female and you know, I hate to mention this, but I do have to mention it again. She is also, Randy, a model for Victoria's Secret and, and others. So we've got a beautiful young model driving a truck at Daytona. Pretty cool stuff. I've, I've watched her, her career develop and, uh, you know, watched her skills and her talent. And uh, she's definitely, I mean, she's, she's, she's definitely learning. I mean, when she first started, I think a lot of people maybe thought it was a little bit of a stunt. I, I, that's not the case. I mean, she, she can get her way around the racetrack. And, uh, uh, you know, I think uh, this next, this, this year again, if you will, in the Arkham and Art series, um, you know, she's running for, for Billy Venturini Motorsports and, uh, or Venturini Motorsports, he and his dad and mom. Um, they, uh, they put together really competitive race cars, and they're really good at getting the right people, the right crew chiefs, the right spotters with their drivers. Um, they are truly a driver development uh, organization, and they understand it. Um, and so, and she's been uh, she's been uh, really the, the beneficiary of uh, of all of that, and and obviously a talent and a good student because she's learned a lot. And she's gotten just remarkably better enough where I would say to you, it wouldn't totally shock me to see her win a race. Oh, no doubt about that. And and another cool thing about this, as we see and we talk about all the time, all the great new sponsors, and there's just a ton of them, uh, even this week, more, more news of new sponsors coming to our sport. We've got a whole new demographic of younger people rolling over to our sport. Uh, the L.A. deal, the clash, we're going to be talking about that later. That's added another. And then to have another bright female driver uh, is just so, so healthy for the sport. I mean, the female drivers, uh, they they got lots and lots of fans that follow them, which is a good thing for uh, for the sport. Well, I think it's like everything else. I mean, it, it new, fresh, different, uh, and everybody's rooting. To, to some extent, you would consider uh, the – the female still a little bit of an underdog. And um, um, so I think generally we, we tend to have a special place in our heart for the underdog. Um, I, that'll last one race. <laughs> and that's, that's as soon as they win one, they're no more than they're, they're no more the underdog. And, and, um, but in the meantime, yeah, for sure. I think it's cool. I love the idea um, to watch the talent and grow the talent. Uh, so that there's time to uh, to really find out whether they're going to be able to get there. And, uh, you know, Tony's a little bit, I think she's a little shy. Uh, she doesn't, she's not a, a neon light, um, but she's when she speaks, she's very thoughtful. She speaks well. She drives the race car really well. And, um, you know, I think this is an interesting, this will be an interesting year. Like I said, I, she'll definitely run in the top five, um, and could 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 win a race, and especially in the Arca Menard series for sure. Well, that'd be great. That'd be great to see, no doubt about it. Before we go to break, let's move to our Xfinity series segment. 
Welcome back to Trackside as we now take a look under the hood in the NASCAR Xfinity Series presented by Daytona's Garage. Daytona's Garage offers more than just standard dealership customization. They provide a comprehensive range of services for personalizing and enhancing cars, Jeeps, and trucks of any make and model, focusing on both aesthetics and performance with affordability. Reliable service. Now, back to Terry and Randy. All right. Speaking of new sponsors in the Xfinity Series, Carolina Carports is sponsoring Sam Mayer uh, in the number one Xfinity machine in three Xfinity races, uh, starting with the Daytona International Speedway uh, and then following up uh, on the 13th of April at Texas Motor Speedway and then on the 20th of September at Bristol. So, again, uh Great to see good sponsors for the number one with Sam Mayer. Uh, he's got a good chance to win the sponsorship in Xfinity Series. And, again, I have really not uh, heard of uh, Carolina Carports from, uh, before, but they're a big company and obviously interested in NASCAR. So congratulations to another new sponsor. Yep, I think it's 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 awesome. Um, you know, and I think this is going to even get more as the new TV contract comes online in 2025 uh, there's going to be more opportunities for sponsors and um, partners and mar- you know good marketing people i think once upon a time i look back at some of the old stuff and you know the, the standard stuff was you went to a race and the local car dealer was the sponsor at uh, at some of these guys cars and um and it was just because well that's what we were doing we were racing cars you know whoever thought that you'd have uh just a cereal uh, company, or a uh, or a vacation company, or um, you know the, the how I mean, arguably, uh, Winston. I mean, they completely owned their industry through NASCAR. Um, so I, I think you look at the cellular phone companies. My gosh, uh, the number of people that have uh, put themselves on the map using the NASCAR platform. And one more time, I'll say to you, you know, it's one thing to brand, you, you know, for commercial use, um, what you're selling. We've used the NASCAR platform through the truck series and the in-car camera to, for a different reason, and that's to speak a lot about the, the mental health issues that our country has with Race to Stop Suicide. Uh, I, I, I'm not really talking to you right this minute about Race to Stop Suicide as much as I'm talking about how powerful the NASCAR platform is through television and now obviously through live stream and the social media component as well. So um, we, have, we have taken our, our mission and our message to a whole new level by using the NASCAR platform. And as have other Fortune 500 companies, um, you know, uh, invested in NASCAR and invested in their brands through the NASCAR platform. No doubt about it. Well, and you know, Randy, speaking of sponsors and, and uh, sponsorship, there's another segment of sponsorship, and uh, that is entitlement sponsors. And uh, Focused Health joins Speedway Motorsports as race entitlement sponsors for two Xfinity Series events, uh, one at COTA, uh here in March, March 23rd, and then again um, in Atlanta on Saturday, September 7th. So here's another big segment of sponsor, another new uh, uh, sponsor, and this is an entitlement sponsorship. So another different ball game, uh, basically presenting the races. Yeah, it's. Uh, it, I think um, most people will tell you. If you want to get get recognized pretty quickly, NASCAR is the place you want to go. And um, uh, I'm talking about as a as an advertiser or a partner, it is definitely the place you want to go. So very excited for all the what that's going on with NASCAR. So much more, and you'll you know as as this season unfolds, the racing and the competition uh, will uh, certainly be a lot. We'll be talking about, but there's a lot more going on than than, uh, than simply the competition. And lastly, in the Xfinity Series, Alpha Prime Racing announced a screw chief lineup for uh, full-time teams. Uh, two of them, Mike's, Mike, Mike Hillman Sr. and Frank Kerr, 
uh, to handle the crew chief job for both those teams in the 2024 uh, uh, Xfinity Series season. Uh, the number 43, uh, driven by Ryan Ellis, and the number 44 team, Brendan Poole. So good stuff to to uh, seasoned veteran crew chiefs in the Xfinity Series for Alpha Prime. Well, Mr. Hillman Sr. was Daniel's crew chief in the in the races that the Heat ran with uh, Alpha Alpha Prime, and he was just absolutely marvelous, fantastic, and uh, you know he really understood uh, what what he had with a young green uh, rookie race car driver, and uh, he was uh, he was an incredible coach uh, to Daniel, and just. I mean, I, I'll, I will forever cherish the time that we spent, the little bit of time that we spent with Alpha Prime. It was it was well worth every minute and a true pleasure to uh, to be with them and really, honestly, an honor to represent them. Well, and this should be uh, uh, pretty familiar with Mr. Hillman. He'll be uh, leading the team with the number 43, driven by Ryan Ellis. So that's a good number for him, Randy. Not a, bad, not a bad combo right there. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to take a quick break and come back and get into our cup segment. Uh, we are uh, really, really glad you're with us on Trackside. We'll be right back. Introducing the all-new tractor and outdoor power equipment section at DeLand Motorsports and Outdoors. Now you can gear up for your outdoor projects with premium brands like Bobcat, Massey Ferguson, Shindaiwa, Echo, and more. Need a powerful lawnmower for that perfectly manicured lawn? They've got it. How about a rugged tractor to tackle those big projects? DeLand Motorsports and Outdoors has you covered. And let's not forget the Lawn and Garden Center with everything from weed whackers to chainsaws. Commercial or residential, DeLand Motorsports and Outdoors has the goods to keep you moving. So why settle for ordinary when you can have extraordinary? Visit DeLand Motorsports and Outdoors today at their new location and explore the thrilling world of outdoor power equipment. DeLand Motorsports and Outdoors, where the thrill of the ride meets the power of the great outdoors. Your journey begins here. Hi folks, Bill Gallagher with SolarFit here. Have you ever thought about utilizing solar power for your home or business? Well, there's never been a better time to plug into the sun and stop renting electricity. How would you like to let your roof start paying you each month? Give us a call at 445-7606. That's 445-7606. Or visit us at SolarFit.com and set yourself free. SolarFit your life and set yourself free with the sun's free energy. Universe presents conversation about the NASCAR Cup Series, the pinnacle. In auto racing, just like Cup, Universe is also the leader of the pack as the uniform and facility service experts. Let's go back to our hosts, Randy and Terry. Yeah, great to have Universe with us as we go into the Cup Series uh, segment. Randy, you know, the fans are going to be at New Smyrna on Saturday night. We're not going to give them a break because it's clash time on Sunday. Uh, the Clash will have 36 charter teams entered. 23 drivers will compete in the feature, which will happen Sunday night. That's 150 laps with 38 miles there. Randy, before we dig into this, um, I've got a segment here that we got from NASCAR News uh, on some rule changes, which will take effect, or, yeah, they're going to take effect Sunday night, and then we'll be uh, on board for the season except for the Daytona 500 with the Cup Series. So, Mr. Mark, if you can play that for us, and then I'd love your thoughts. This has uh, got a few folks in a little bit of an uproar. Uh, you know, change is hard to get used to sometimes, but there are some changes, so here we go. The NASCAR Cup Series, known for its high-octane races and fervent fan base, is gearing up for a significant shift in its qualifying procedure, marking a new chapter in the sports storied history. This change, set to debut in the upcoming season, is not just a tweak in the rules, but a strategic move that could alter the dynamics of the race and how teams approach each event. It reflects NASCAR's continuous efforts to enhance competitiveness and fan engagement, while also adapting to the evolving landscape of auto racing. The new qualifying procedure and the upcoming Bush-like clash in Los Angeles represent pivotal moments for NASCAR. They symbolize a blend of tradition and innovation 
a balancing act that NASCAR has mastered over the years. Under the new system, the drivers are divided into two groups. In each race, the drivers will compete to secure their place among the fastest five in their respective group. These top performers will then advance to the pole round, which ultimately decides the top ten starting positions. This format ensures a high level of competition from the get-go, as drivers vie not just for the pole position, but also to secure a top spot in the top ten. The major change comes in determining the positions from 11 to 40. Unlike the previous method, where cars outside the top ten were seated based on their fastest qualifying lap, the new procedure introduces a different approach. Cars that do not advance from Group A will now occupy the outside row for starting positions 11 through 40, while those from Group B will fill the inside row. This shift in the lineup determination method adds a new layer of strategy and unpredictability to the races. An exception to this new format is the iconic Daytona 500, which retains its unique qualifying process. This distinction underscores the significance of the Daytona 500 in the NASCAR calendar, honoring its legacy while embracing the new changes in other races. As the NASCAR Cup Series embarks on this new era, the anticipation and excitement among the racing community continues to grow, eager to see how these changes will play out on the track. Randy, it's a lot. Um, for a NASCAR fan like myself, it's a little bit confusing uh, as a team owner, driver, etc. What, what do you think? Well, I, I think the first thing is you always got to remember, um, and and I think maybe the person uh, that, that was responsible for uh, turning the NASCAR uh, and racing in general into an entertainment event instead of simply a, comp- a competitive event, you know, that's the, that's the Humpy Wheelers and uh, the Bruton Smiths of the world that have tried to always consider the fan and the other things going on besides just the competition. So once upon a time, um, the, the qualifying, I remember I, I used to get jazzed up, man, for qualifying. Uh, to watch qualifying at the racetrack and it was it was almost uh it was its own race it was competitive it was there was bragging rights i mean it was a big deal um and 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 i think uh as time has gone on it's become less of a big deal sometimes you even hear guys say um well it's not so much where you start you know and it's really more about how you race and where you finish and that just means we couldn't figure out how to go fast on, on, on one or two laps. <laughs> That's what that really means. Uh, right. You know, uh, and, 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 and as a result, they've decided to focus on, you know, how the car or truck works in race trim versus just that wide open, uh, crazy couple laps that you, that you try to qualify. Uh, I think what this is doing is it's taking another, it's taking that, um, almost ignored, if you will, uh, qualifying effort. Um, uh, you know, the competitors don't ignore it, uh, and the real, the, the real competitive fans don't ignore it. But I would say there's a big difference between it being a, being an event for uh, the, the mass and the event for the for the few. This seems to me that it could attract more people. It could attract more attention. It by itself could provide more content for TV networks and uh, and the like. So um, it it uh, it's certainly an attempt, in my opinion, to reinvigorate this whole part of the part of uh, of the weekend. Well, it'll take a while for everybody to figure it out, I reckon. But uh, we'll see it unveiled, uh, of course, on Sunday at the Clash. But uh, yeah, it, it, it's a lot, and uh, it'd be interesting to hear uh, what all the teams think about it, but the, the law is the law, and it has happened. Meanwhile, speaking of full weekend, uh, on Saturday, practice and heat races will air from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. That's going to air on Fox Sports 1, and, and then the race itself at the Clash will air at 8 p.m. on Sunday evening on Fox. So uh, it'll give the... the uh, the fans a chance to see the practice and the heat races, which 
Randy, I don't know if you tell me if I'm wrong, but the heat races should be crazy and wild. Well, if if you have full intentions of wanting to get in the race, I would think so. Um, <laughs> and, and, and there's the part of that is the venue, right? I mean, you just don't have a whole bunch of room. You know, I, you've watched over the years. I don't, I don't know that. Well, this is the third year, I believe. Um, yes. You, you when that when that inside line because it's such a short race racetrack, everybody's trying to protect the bottom, so not to get shoved up and get out of line and get passed. Well, what what a couple guys have figured out that inside line can kind of stack up, right? They get they get uh, they they're slowing down, they're stacking up, and the outside groove. If you're if you're nutty enough to try it, you could throw it out there and go, and then then you're going to have to. But you're still at some point going to have to fight your way back into the inside, uh, the closer you get to the front. And and that's where all this action is going to is going to take place. Do you do you think by any chance that there will be some tempers that flare? It's a it's a good question. Uh, you know, there's no points associated with this. It doesn't carry over into the regular season effort. Um, but one of the things I've learned a long time ago about racing that. Uh, uh, I, I'm not always the same person in a race car as I am outside a race car. In fact, sometimes when you get out of a race car, it takes a little bit of time to find that other person. Going for a walk is never a bad idea. Going to isolate yourself in the in the driver's quarters of the of the haulers not a bad idea. Uh, to, until you kind of get your bearings again, that you're that you're a member of a of supposedly a sophisticated uh, civilization. Sophisticated civilization. That's interesting. That's quite interesting. (laughs) And moving right along, I like this piece of news right here, and you're going to like this, Randy. Carvana and Jimmy Johnson unveil new Richard Petty-inspired paint scheme ahead of the Daytona 500. So it's the Richard Petty blue. Uh, It's it's to honor uh, the Petty family's illustrious 75-year tenure and racing, which is awesome, which is awesome in itself. But Richard Petty, Petty came out and said himself that it was also a great honor to uh, to be honored by another NASCAR legend, Jimmy Johnson. So it's the Petty Blue. It's beautiful, and uh, we're going to see the number eighty four Toyota, which that's that still that seems weird. Eighty four Toyota at uh, the Daytona five hundred with Jimmy Johnson behind the wheel in the Petty Blue to honor the seventy fifth anniversary. Cool stuff. Well, uh, you know, seven-time honor and seven-time, seven-time. Um, yeah, I'm going to give you give give one away here. Probably shouldn't do this, but um, I, I just ordered a personalized NASCAR license plate, and it's seven seven two hundred. So, seven NASCAR ta- NASCAR championships, seven Daytona 500 championships, and two hundred NASCAR wins. Um, that's 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 Richard Petty. And so when you when you get into the likes of um, uh, of uh, you know <laughs> seven championships and all the number of wins, these guys are it's pretty cool. I mean, uh, it's like uh, you know being around to uh, if you're in baseball and you knew you knew this Babe Ruth and and uh, Mickey Mantle and. Uh, you know, uh, Roger Maris, you remember all that? And, and when, when, when Babe Ruth was the, was the home run king and all, it's, it's just cool to, to see these guys multi-generations apart, um, and what they're, what yet they both accomplished and the amount of respect that they have for one another. It's fantastic. You bet. You, you forgot Yogi Bear and Bobby Richardson. Just saying, uh, okay. what yeah, can yeah, you tell valid. the fans? Yeah. What car that this uh, license plate might be on? Or would no. you rather not say? <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to. Yeah. <laughs> but if it's probably, probably it's... My, my, my brand. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, I'm, I'm very proud of that, and you are a big fan and, and know the history, so that's cool stuff. More good news, Randy. Mobile One expands the relationship with Toyota for 2024. That is a big one, uh, of course, with Joe Gibbs. Uh, 2311, and as we just mentioned, Legacy Motor Club. So 
these guys are also involved, uh, of course, with Toyota, but they are involved in the NHRA, uh, uh, IMSA uh, for the Sports Car Championship, the Arca Menard Series, and late models, and a whole lot more. So Mo- Mobile One, a big deal, and uh, again, another big sign of confidence in NASCAR. Before you comment, one more good one as we fly through our time. This is an unusual one, but NASCAR and Crocs, the shoes, you got it right, uh, launched the first official licensing licensing collaboration. So the, I've seen some pictures of these shoes. Where, you know, they've got the they've got the checkered flag on them, all kinds of different racing designs. Some of them with LED elements on some Crocs, but another big one and a big. I mean, Crocs is very famous, of course been around for quite a while and now uh, collaborating with NASCAR to launch the first official licensing collaboration with with, uh, Crocs. Wow, that's big. Interesting. Uh, I I can already, in my own mind, see the cartoons and Facebook posts. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just going to leave it right there, buddy, okay? Well, I say Actually, we get... Actually, there's a, there's a big black tie event that I'm supposed to go to here in a few days. Maybe I'll go get me a pair of NASCAR Crocs, and that'll be the, that'll be the, the shoes that I wear to the event. What do you think? Well, they, they will be going on sale next week, so you could make that happen. Just another quick thought as we fly through our time. Uh, at the Daytona International Speedway, clocks, clogs, whatever you want to call them, roller skates on the racetrack with, let's say, team owners and such oh, uh, with them God. on in a race. What do you think? At, uh, Halifax Health and Advent Health and SMA Healthcare all collectively combined don't have enough resources to care for the damage done at that kind of event. <laughs> they can wear helmets and knee pads and all that stuff, kind of like the, yeah. the ladies do in the, uh, in the roller derby. Anyway, pretty cool stuff. That would be, you know, just I just like to think out of the box, you know, like dirt in the parking lot at one Daytona. I mean, you, you can't criticize yeah. me. I'm I'm a little bit strange. You hadn't figured it out by now. You got a lot of trouble. Anyway, another one, Mike Verlander, named Chief, and I we love to talk about Richard Childress Racing, and Mike Verlander is named Chief Operating Officer of Richard Childress Racing. Uh, he has been around for twenty plus years. Recently. Uh, serving as president and chief revenue officer for Kyle Busch Companies, where he had uh, led Kyle Busch Motorsports and managed all personal and commercial revenue for the Busch family. So this guy, a proven track record, super smart guy, great marketer. Uh, wow. More great news for Richard Childress Racing. Well, I mean, he's a class act. I, I had the opportunity to speak to him on numerous occasions. He knows what he's doing. Uh, and... Uh, Yep, I think uh, I think it's uh, anytime you have an opportunity to add someone of his experience and and success successful experience, uh, that's a that's uh, that's a great addition to any team. Well, of course, Richard Childress is a genius in himself, but uh, you know, just the moves he's been making here of late. Of course, Kyle Busch coming aboard. I think there's going to be, excuse me, a great season with Kyle Busch for for RCR. Now, this and all the other little. Uh, parts and pieces to the puzzle that Richard Childress is putting together. I mean, uh, I don't know. Are we right to expect great, more great things from RCR? You know, I think it's uh, odd that you brought that up with regard to Kyle Busch. I I think that, um, believe it or not, this is going to sound crazy, but I think that uh, uh, that Kyle Busch will be experiencing a sense of urgency. Um, You know, not that he's getting old, but this second year is no longer feel it out. This is get up and go. And, uh, you know, he doesn't have to learn. He doesn't, he, he's there. He's established. As a matter of fact, he's had a significant impact in how things are done there. And so I would, uh, I would if I had to make a bet early in the season or before the season starts, uh, it'll be a multi-win season for Kyle Busch. Multi-win. I'm counting on it, and I've said this a thousand times. Both of us has. Can't believe we're rooting for Kyle Busch, but we certainly are. We're flying through our time really quickly. Josh Williams is going to drive a limited cup schedule. He's a full-time Xfinity driver. Uh, we'll be driving in the Cup Series uh, Limited uh, for College Racing. 
in the number 16. Uh, Delaware Life is sponsoring Carson Hosevar for mul- multiple races. So uh, good stuff right there. Again, more great sponsors coming on. And speaking of sponsors, Randy, DeLand Motorsports is the sponsor of our two-wheel segment. And we've got two-wheel to talk about. The 83rd annual bike week is coming, uh, headed at us on March 10th, 1st through the 10th. And uh, the Supercross Championship is going to be happening on March the 2nd. And then the world-famous Daytona 200 uh, is going to be happening on March the 9th. So beginning of two-wheel season, we're going to be talking a lot about uh, the land motorsports as we go uh, through the season. But some cool stuff to have some two-wheel for a change out here. And Bike Week is a big deal. Uh, gets gets continues to get bigger every year and more more fans uh, go to the track for those motorcycle races. The Supercross is uh, something like you've never seen, in my opinion. So is the Daytona 200. So proud to have that sponsor on board for some two-wheel action, Randy. Look forward to the two-wheel action. and look forward to the two-wheel report every week, that's for sure. Okay, so lastly, we, we like to talk silly season and rumors. I kind of pull this one up. It, it kind of fits into both of these. And uh, another great honor to have Space Coast Credit Union on board with us to be the sponsor of this Silly Season segment. But get this, Randy. The world's largest rubber duck will be in the NASCAR Kid Zone uh, at Dover. Uh, this, <laughs> this thing uh, is, let's see, 60 feet tall and weighs 15.5 tons yes it is a 15.5 ton 60 foot tall rubber duck in the kids zone at dover we're just creating more nascar fans all the time and thanks to space coast credit union for that one randy (laughs) nothing to quack at (laughs) okay ladies and gentlemen i believe that does it uh for us i hope we get to be back uh next next week (laughs) So we'll see you next week right here on Trackside. See you at the racetrack, And everyone. with the checkered flag waving, we're wrapping up this week's edition of Trackside. Fear not, race fans, because we'll be back next week. Proudly presented by Document Technologies. Tune in for a fresh new episode packed with engaging interviews, captivating conversations, and all the exhilarating moments you've come to expect. Until then, keep the racing spirit alive, and we'll see you next time. On Trackside.